this is Karis Ryan and welcome to Teach Me in 20. Each week I'll release a new podcast where I get to speak with awesome people who have something new to teach me that I know nothing about. If, like me, you're naturally curious about everything, this could be the podcast for you. So come along for the ride. It'll only cost you 20 minutes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Teach Me in 20 with Karis Ryan. Today, our guest, her name is Suj. She goes by Suj. I do. She's a tattoo artist and I'm really excited to uh, learn more about that. Awesome. Hello. Hey, hey. Hi. So, tats are everywhere. Yes. That's why I'm like, I want to speak to a pro. Why are they, like, I guess over your years of doing it, how much have you seen the industry change? So I've been tattooing for 17 years. So I started back in the old day where like Southern Crosses were the bee's knees. Oh. They were, they were fabulous. For those who aren't in Australia, that's like on our, it's on our Australian flag and yes. like every Aussie yeah. sort of, I don't know, would you say Aussie Bogans or? Aussie Pride. Okay, let's go with that. Aussie okay. Pride. Yep. Um, but I think social media for mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook has opened us up a little bit more to what you can actually get. And considering, I suppose, back in the day it was run mainly by bikies or gangs, that they, you weren't necessarily a talented person to tattoo, but now it's becoming more of a, oh, you're actually a talented artist, transition to being a tattoo artist, and it's slowly changing over the years. So, And as they release more fabulous artwork, you just go, oh, you can do that as a tattoo, you can get that done as a tattoo. Sweet, let's do it more so. And then Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of stuff has mm. just shot it up more you've got access to it so that's why I think tattoos have become more popular because you can do more well that's where I saw yours like obviously your social media you've been putting more on it you're being more active um and you've been just the incredible detail that you've got on these massive tats it's insane what like the amount of work that goes into say um an an octopus piece so you've drawn for people to paint a picture for people who are listening Describe that piece of work. <clears throat> so backstory to that was that uh, uh, this chick came to me and she was just like, only got tiny tattoos. And then she was coming over from England and she's like, all right, I want an octopus, but I want a massive one across the back of my shoulders. And I just went, uh, yeah, let's do it. And she said, do whatever style you want, just make it look fabulous. So I'm like, all right, let's do this. And so I designed it, but instead of going across, I decided to go downwards um, and just kind of semi-freehand it because I like it to be aesthetic to the body. Mm-hmm. And I like the style of illustrative style, which is just a lot of black line works that eventually makes up the detail, which eventually makes up the octopus. And stuff. So it's basically for people at home, it started on the shoulder and went halfway down the back. Pretty much. Imagining this sprawling octopus yeah. and each line and detail yep. in it. Yep. How long did that take? Nine hours. Wow. She sat for nine hours. It was, was awesome. Wow. Yeah. So, because I was going to ask, do people come back? Are they you... can. Okay. So, depending on how well they're sitting for me, yep. um, they can come back if they choose. They can do three-hour sessions. But she was just like, no, I'm here. Let's do it. Let's get this done. Nine hours. However long it takes, she'll sit there and she took it. So, did you You did a draft before, like a plan of it? Sort of. Or most of the time are you just winging it? People go, hey, I want this. If they trust me that much, which she did, she's just like, you just do you. And I'm like, well, okay, I will do me. And that's how that's how it came out. And it was awesome, awesome, loved it. Yeah, it yeah. looked phenomenal. And Thank you've you. done other pieces as well, yeah. but that was one that really stood out. It was. And as we said, social media, it was on there. Yeah. 
So you mentioned the bikies before, that whole perception as well of yep. tats in the past. They've grown, like we just said, mm-hmm. everyone, they seem to be everywhere. But they're still really not, in a business sense, sort of that widely accepted. You see a lot of people covering them up. Yeah. So do you think that's fair? Do you think we're headed towards it just being universally accepted or always have a bit of a stigma? The stigma is definitely grow- going and it will go with the older generation. So when that passes mm. and the new generations have stepped up it's just stigmas but it's a stigma on everything it's a blanket and uh, not tattoos I mean old school views on everything is just growing and everything is becoming a lot more widely accepted as we consciously expand which is true so yes the the stigma is definitely being lifted especially now that it's coming across as being more creative and artistically expressed it's an expression and so people are like, yeah, all about expression. So we're going to do what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of artistic expression, you are an artist first and foremost. Yeah. So how did you start tattooing? Uh, I was annoying my mum when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, I loved drawing when I was little. I thought it was great. But I thought, how cool would it be to have my artwork on other people for the rest of their lives? Yep. So it was done from a very selfish point of view of just quite arrogant four-year-old me just going, ha-ha, you'll remember me for the rest of your life because yeah. I've drawn on you. But then it got better where I get to meet people. It became a healthier point of view of going, oh, I actually get to meet you. I get to draw on you because I love drawing. Drawing's great. I get to know you a little bit mm. and, yeah, have this moment in time with me that we'll have for the rest of our lives. A little bonding moment. Until I forget who you are because <laughs> that does happen because I've been doing it for such a long time. I've had people come up going, hey, you've tattooed me. I'm like, great. <laughs> Hello, you. When you see their tat, though, do you, do you remember it? or Depends what it is because sometimes okay. it's just a symbol, like a black symbol, and I'm like, I've done so many of those, I don't recall. But if it's an actual piece that you've asked me to draw for you, then, yeah, I'll remember, okay. hopefully. We talked before about the stigma and stuff, but are people nowadays, are you, is it the sentimental reason people are getting it done you see more of or is it just more of an impulsive thing like girls be on holiday and be like, oh, we should all get a tat and there's one that doesn't but she just goes along with it. Have you seen, from your experience, are people getting it more for sentimental or is it impulse? Both. Okay. Definitely both. So I do get people who come together as a group going, yeah, we want to get this done and together. And then I get a lot of people coming to me going, so I just had this homeschool stick and poke. What do you reckon? I'm like, did you have a good time at the time? Was it just the best thing to do at the time and having good giggles? And like, yes. I'm like, well, then do it. Yeah. Done. My um, friend's actually doing stick and poke stuff now. Yeah. And I'm like, even if you don't actually know how to do stick and poke, but you just do it for shits and gigs, mm. I'm like, do it because you had an amazing time at the time. I'm all about that. For people that don't know, the stick and poke, please explain it. Uh, so it's just literally anything sharp like a needle, tiny little pin needle. You can do whatever you want and just get some ink of some sort. I don't know what people use because mm. uh, I have proper ink. Um, and yeah, just uh, sit there with this tiny little pin and just slowly yet surely make up a nice little cute tattoo yeah it's a lot of at home jobs I feel because it's just yeah. like like a, imagine a dot painting sort of you're Pretty giving an outline much. with yeah. dots yeah so do you you said you wanted you love to be able to draw on people yeah do you feel pressure though because you are marking someone for life you used to okay I uh I think eventually I go so they're coming to me for my artwork but I can make it better by being a calm person that they can relax around because if they don't relax, it's quite an ordeal to try mm. to tattoo someone who's constantly moving. It's oh, do very you, tiring for me. Do you get that a lot? Mm, once in a blue moon now. What do you do if someone's just shake, got the shakes? Or? So if they're moving a lot, I'll just chat to them, chuck music on, or I'll give them time frames. I'll be like, just give me five minutes mm. of just chilling out and just like 
focus and we'll get this done. And if they can sit through five minutes, they can sit through another five minutes and then I'll just break it down to five minutes lots. But if we've been sitting for five hours and they're just moving around a lot, I'm like, we're done, like, go home. (laughs) See you again next time. Yeah. And you'll bring restraining belts the next Uh, time. It's like just eat more, eat more carbs before you come next time and you'll be fine. What do the carbs do? Oh, blood sugar levels, I Ah. assume. Yeah. You're just feeding everyone like chips and stuff yeah, before. Yeah, pretty much. Anyone who comes to me is like, so I'm doing calorie counts. I'm like, that's great. Uh, Today, need to eat a burger, need to eat another burger and then finish off with a burger. I've had some guys that have gone home uh, to the point where I'm like, probably shouldn't let them drive because they've got the shakes and their body's in shock from being sitting there for like 13 hours and then they drive home and I'm like, mm, probably shouldn't have let them do that but I don't know how to get them home otherwise. Sort of, yeah, I don't want you to stay here. Pretty much. And then mm. I'll ask them the next day, like, when you got home, what'd you eat? Oh, uh, there was a packet of ham in the fridge, so oh. I ate a pack ham. And I'm like, great. <laughs> I ate a packet of ham. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so do you do cover-ups? Uh, yes. But very rarely will I take them on because there's a lot of work involved. Okay. Yes. Is that as in people are picky because they've just had a bad experience with a tat or because it's a lot to make something out of something shit. Yeah. So if I get uh, so if I get offered a cover-up, usually the person doesn't want to go bigger than the size of the tattoo, which is very restricting for me. If you push me hard enough, more often than not I can find a solution for it. Um, but there's a few things that you have to do. I'm like, you have to do this or else it's not going to cover. You, have, you can't do too much colour, for example. Okay. But sometimes I get – I've just finished one off recently um, where she goes, go as big, bright, colourful as you want. I just need this covered. And we went crazy bananas and she absolutely loves it. So oh, nice. it was good. What's the worst one you've seen? And you're like, oh, honey, why did you get this? Uh, there's been heaps. Oh, God. To the point where now I used to I used to try to cover it up. I've gone, no, I can do it. I used to be really gung-ho about that. But now I'm thinking, no, 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 it's actually quite efficient and effective and cost-effective to get them removed these days. Might as well just get them removed, start again. Really? Yeah. I thought it was the other way around because my friend's getting one removed at the moment and yep. it's not cheap each session. Depends you, on where you go. We need at least 10 sessions. Hers is just a name. Yeah, it depends on where you go. So there's a couple of places. Um, so if you go to a ones that run by doctors they're quite expensive for reasons because they're a doctor and they can charge that much they've got the certification but there's places that uh for example wa inc have a um laser removal section um run i guess it's like mj drivers or something removal um but considering they've got all the equipment they're absolutely lovely and they're really cost effective for tatter removal i went there i've been there once (laughs) to get it done yeah, and I think that they're very, very reasonably priced and professional and they're fantastic. All right, so go removal over just a cover-up. But then that's giving yeah. you less work. No, because usually <laughs> they come back to get more work. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's like, it. I just yeah, don't want this anymore. I want something else though. And I'm like, that's cool. But yeah, there's the population's going really fast. I'll always have work. <laughs> always draw on people. Like I'm too good not to. Yeah, pretty much. No. <laughs> so you have got tats? Yes. Okay. And have you tattooed yourself? I have. Do I want to do it again? Not really. Okay. It's painful. Right. Yeah. Where's the most painful? I don't have any. Okay. If anyone was wondering. (laughs) But um, I've had friends who have had one under the arm, like Mm -hmm. tricep area, Mm -hmm. worst pain they've ever felt, or behind the ear again, or on the foot. I've heard that's the one of the worst. Yeah, the foot is not nice. Okay. Yeah. I actually have to cover up one on my foot. Oh. I don't want to. But 
So foot, uh, ligament areas like the, well, the sternum, so that's the middle of your chest. Yeah. I haven't found anyone that's like that. They can sit through it, but they've just gone, this is ridiculous. Mm. Um, sternum, maybe armpit, around the elbow, mm. not nice. Have you ever tattooed any genitals? I have. Ooh. I actually talked to him today. I just said, hey, I'm going on a podcast, going to talk about tattoos. I said, the fact that I've totally tattooed your penis, can I mention that? And he goes, I'll allow it. I'm like, fantastic. Thanks wow. What did he have put on there? Um, Another drawing of a penis? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> should have. He got a sad face. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? Please explain. Uh, he's a really, really good friend of mine. Um, he upset me one day and so to apologise because he knows I've never tattooed a penis before and he goes, I'll let you tattoo my penis. I'm like, okay, thanks, bro. Like, and then what do you want? He goes, <laughs> I said a happy face. He goes, no, a sad face. So we tattooed a sad face on his penis. Is it a sad face, him looking at it or someone else looking at it? <gasps> no, it's still a sad face. I was about to say, oh, no, no, it's not sad it's a sad face if I'm looking at it. If you're looking. And it's still a sad face if, if, if he's oh, looking no, at it. No, because it's upside down. No, no, because it's still... Is it sideways, side Sideways. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine it. Right. Actually, that would be a that good one. That would have been a great one. Oh, damn a it. A mirrored one, yeah. Next time I see him, I'm like, we have to update We're doing this. a cover-up. We're doing another one. <laughs> Let me just scribble this one out. We're putting another one on top. Okay, yeah. I'm really intrigued in this. What, so was it hard when you were doing it? I don't know. Okay. It really hurts. So you don't have to do it hard. At, like, sorry. You don't no, have, as in was it? He doesn't have to be erect okay. at all. In fact, they're not supposed to be erect uh, for, I would imagine it would hurt a shitload more if there was blood running through it. Yeah, I've never yeah. thought about this. So yeah. this is a common area? To get common, tattooed. Yeah. Is yeah, I've, I've had a few people when I used to work in tattoo studios, a couple of people just getting their genitals tattooed. Male and female. I've tattooed a couple of female genitalia genitalia yeah mm. they're cool though the chicks are like i don't care do whatever you want i'm like great no worries i even had a woman who had the top of her cervix bone like on the pubic area done mm. and she was so cool that she was like oh do you want to put a towel underneath me because if you I'm not saying this will happen but if you press a little bit hard on the top pubic bone i might squirt and i've just gone oh really oh well thanks for the warning <laughs> yeah i said all right cool she didn't wasn't doing it right, obviously. Oh, yeah. step up your game, <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, oh. You want the, the package oh, combo, right? She was expecting. I think she was like, I might squirt, wink, wink. And I'm like, oh, sorry. But um, with the penis tattoo, uh, he it was just on the base on the side. And um, no, it really hurt. I could feel like, I don't know, because I've been tattooing people for such a long time that considering I'm, my hands are on you, mm. I could feel the reaction. I could feel a bit of the energy when you're just like, I want this. So mm. the first couple of lines I was doing, I was like, I have to go over this again. As soon as I went back in, I could feel how sharp it was. I'm like, ah, oh, this is making me feel really uncomfortable. Sorry, but I have to finish off this sad face. And your friendship was never closer since. Yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> hey, you still mates. So like, yeah. that's good. Yeah. No, I actually asked wow. him, I said, I need to know if this stretches. So it was quite small, but I'm like, with your flaccid penis, I know what it looks like. Mm. But is it erect? You need to send me a photo. So he did, but he decided to censor half the photo by just not using the top head part. He left that part out and just the base. But it was erect. I was like, thanks, man. Oh, perfect. Didn't stretch. Is there a type of person that gets a tat? Is there a common characteristic you see in people that get tats? So my main clientele at the moment is army people. Okay. Yep. And I found that... They might only come to me for one reason, just to get that one-off tattoo, but then they like 
we have a great time. We sit down, have a good chat, shoot the shit kind of thing. And mm. they keep coming back just to get more tattoos because it's, all, I assume, a bit of a pain relief. I know a lot of the boys come to me for pain relief where they just get to switch off and it's pain therapy. Really? For them, yeah. So they... They're covered to the point where we're trying to find more space, like just go over or touch something up just for pain therapy for them. So when you say pain therapy, mm-hmm. they want this pain so then it's more manageable in their – their work is more manageable? No idea. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Or to... maybe it's just so they can feel something again. Oh, that's deep. Maybe. Okay. I was thinking more sentimental because, you know, you never, you never know when it's your last day and they want their wife tattooed on them or something. No. Oh, wow. Nah. Okay. Yeah. They're cool. They're really cool boys though. Love them to well, bits. It's, it's definitely the industry. Like I've got a friend in the Navy and he's got tats as well and just keeps growing and growing and got a sleeve now. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, wow. Okay. Do, do you see people come to you and you're like, you think in the back of your mind, you shouldn't be getting a tat? Like you're going to regret this? Um. No, but if they ask me for particular things in certain areas, I'd be like, I don't I'd offer a, I feel that this would look better if you do this instead. I'll okay. offer them that. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll look at someone and be like, they go, do you think I should get a tattoo? I'll be like, no, mm. no, I don't think you should get a tattoo. Or if someone comes to me f- and wanting names, I'll be like, I'll do it for you. But what I'm going to suggest is that you just get their initials. So in other words, if something happens, regardless, whatever circumstance, mm. uh, sometimes it's they pass away. Like a, your partner will pass away and you want to date again, that memory is just going to – eventually that new partner is going to be like, this is a little bit uncomfortable. Okay. So for that reason I'll go make it small so it's coverable or removable without a problem. Yeah. Yeah. What's the most common tat you do, you've done? I don't think I've had common for a really long time but I'm going to say I've done enough Southern Crosses in my lifetime. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Only reason I ask is Matt went to Gilly and he they walked past the tattoo parlour and yep. I think they went in. Oh, no. He, yeah. Our, uh, so I wasn't with him then but his friend was getting a tat and he asked the guys like, do you just see – because obviously Gilly, it's turtle, turtles and snorkeling. <laughs> and he's like, do you just get girls coming in here wanting a t- turtle? He's like, all the time. All the time. 80% yeah. of my work is turtles. turtles. That's really cute. Really cute, yeah. Um, I found that lately that, for example, uh, yeah, people are inspired by the moment sometimes, but um, if people go on my Instagram and then they can see what I do, then they're more likely to come like, oh, I see you do an octopus, I'd like an octopus. So that's usually how people get into the tattooists, get into a bit of a trend for themselves, is they start getting known for something in particular. Um, I've noticed that if I want to tattoo something, I have to put a picture up of it first so people realise that I can draw it and they go, oh, you can do that. Cool, I'll come to you for it. Uh, if I don't post anything about it, then they'll go looking elsewhere because people need that visual knowing. Well, that's I would want that as well, a yeah. bit of certainty of like what it sort of will look like. Yeah. You see, I love – first of all, I love the show of like cover-ups of what people have got done and it's horrible. Oh, there's so many online now. A bit like you're saying – it's great for business, people showing what you can do, but also there's the flip side of people are like, don't go to this place because this is where this happened and it's horrible. Yes. Because you're, you're born in South Korea. Yes. So you, or I guess, you see a lot of Japanese or Asian writing. Yeah. People are like, no, oh, it's spiritual. And the tattoo artist has gone, no, I don't just make, like write something that's so, different. Back in the day, we had a book of 
Chinese symbols. But what we didn't know is that – how do I explain it? So each symbol was just how you would say something phonetically. So it wasn't meaning anything. But you look at this Chinese symbol and it would uh, – if a Chinese person said it – sorry, I don't know if – an Asian person, I'm not sure. If someone technically read it, they'd be like, no, 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 that's just a sound. So it'd be a ta or a chi. It doesn't actually mean anything. Right. So people just have phonetical Sounding, symbols on their the back. The phonetic name sounded, but it legitimately just doesn't mean anything. And I got told that very like by a Asian person. They just went, you do realise that these symbols just mean that. Oh. I'm like, that's hilarious. Oh, no. My bad. <laughs> So you've obviously as well, you're still doing tattoo artistry. Yes. But you've also been doing exhibitions as well for your artwork. Yeah. yeah. So has anyone gone and gone, that's a beautiful painting. Put that on my body. Yes. But huh. then I say no because <laughs> the amount of detail would just do my head in. Yeah. Yeah. I'll simplify it for them. Okay. Or do something very similar in black and grey sketching. Yeah. yeah. So are you moving more away from tattooing and you want to do the art thing full time? I found that I couldn't do both. Okay. It's too time consuming to do both. But uh, I'll go in waves of, for example, someone comes to me and says, like, I want an octopus. I'm like, I love octopus. Let's do that and get it done. And actually the really cool thing was that my brother ended up getting an octopus tattoo done after the first one, Kara, got hers done. Mm. So I went to Melbourne and I did his tattoo. The cool thing is my brother is in the movie industry and I'm – I should look it up, but Kate Blanchett's husband, who in his own right is a play writer, uh, director and whatnot, he actually saw them. He actually saw that tattoo and he was just like, holy crap, you know, if I want a tattoo, I know where I'm going next. Wow. So one day I might have Mr. and Mrs. Kate Blanchett in my bro's house just having a cup of tea and getting a tattoo. Invite me over. I will. So, <laughs> yeah. Who, if you could uh, tattoo anyone, who would it be? Don't have to say me straight away, but Se- okay, you first of all. Second of all, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, you were like, I want to just tattoo his penis. <laughs> Maybe it's only if he. It's only if it's a. Uh, I don't know if he offers it. Sure, but that's off pure. I think he's a very fascinating human being. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> very funny dude and amazingly good looking. He yeah. is, but I also think he's. Really quirky dude. I really like. If you ever meet, like, you know what? Your skin is great. You'd tattoo really well. Really well. I can. I can provide yeah. the service. I'd, it's all set up, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I. Yeah, that's someone cool. Um, Suj, this has been so much fun. Thank you for, for all your stories as well. It's oh, that was <laughs> dropping the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you got another story you can share with us before we go? Oh no! Now, now the pressure's on. Nah, I don't. <laughs> You're like not one that's true. Quick, quickly. And this is really, really, really paraphrasing. A lady came to me. Um, we over-communicated with each other that I did a tattoo on her. She was getting several done. Okay. Over-communicated, ended up doing a tattoo on her that she didn't like and it upset her so much that it kept her up for two days straight. She didn't eat, she didn't sleep from what I understood. She came to me every day and she was just talking it out. She was so stressed. The interesting thing was is that when she left, she um, didn't – hear from her for a really long time um i'm gonna say maybe a year or two later she messages me out of the blue and i was like holy crap didn't think i'd ever hear from you again she said here's a funny story she goes i'd been sick for a really long time but it was such a slow sickness that i didn't the doctors couldn't pick up what was wrong with me she said getting that tattoo from you and the amount of stress that my body went through i actually ended up going to the doctors after i saw you but considering it then suddenly had 
uh, sped up whatever was wrong with me through this stress. They found out what was wrong with me and I'm now I'm cured. What was wrong with her? I can't remember. Oh. It was some sort of autoimmune-esque stuff. Oh, my God. Something. I so can't you... quite remember. Or something was shutting down so yeah. slowly. I can't quite remember. But she was breaking so slowly they couldn't find out what was happening. Got stressed enough that they just, oh, it's this. Thank God you got that stress tattooed. You're a healer. Pretty much. Saved a life. Oh, my gosh. And she came back to me and we got more. She got more tattoos. Oh, of course there. she did. And the <laughs> tattoo that I originally did as well, considering she was so stressed out about it, actually all dropped out. So I went over it with something else. <laughs> That happens? Yeah. You can lose a tattoo from being sick? From not healing properly. Yeah, the tattoos definitely drop out quite a bit. So when you say drop out, it just disappears? Uh, I mean, sort of. You can still see it, but the it's... Super faint. Super faint. Wow. Because yes. I know they fade a bit. And, like, I've got friends, we go, say, on holidays in the sun and they have to cover up because yeah. it can damage yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. If you get a tattoo, stay out of the sun. Okay, Suge, the tattoo artist and the healer. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. It was great. great. See you guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Teach Me in 20. If you did, and if you even just learned one thing, make sure you subscribe so each week you can learn something new with me. Bye. Bye.